Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. the same stage last season which really underlines just how good Leverkusen have been so far this term. Davies makes a run here, they found him too, Alfonso Davies, Davies shot, super hits, sensational. Harry Kane unleashes an absolute rocket, how many times have you heard that? Florian Wirtz is in, he's got the option alongside him, it's Wirtz, it's in. for this one a huge match in the Bundesliga Bayer Leverkusen hosting Bayern Munich at 12:30 p.m. Eastern on Saturday you can watch that match on ESPN plus I mean you can't ask for more one and two in the standings Leverkusen remain unbeaten on the season they're going for all kinds of records uh, this has drama written all over it and we are absolutely thrilled to welcome in Rafa Honigstein who is making his morning footy debut to help us break this one hey. down Rafa welcome Hello, thanks for having me. All right, Rafa, uh, we are here to chat about this massive game in the Bundesliga, Bayer Leverkusen taking on Bayern Munich. How excited are you for this fixture? Hugely excited, actually. I'm going to go to the game uh, tomorrow in Leverkusen. Um, we've seen big games before in recent times, but never had two teams who at this stage of the season have had so many points. So they're not just top of the table because everyone else is a little bit underwhelming. They're both having exceptional seasons. And of course, you can't look past the amazing job that Xavi Alonso has done with his team. Tuchel, I think, not seen quite in the same light because you expect Bayern to be top. And if they're not, then people see it as a big problem. But even their points record, 2.5 per game, I mean, usually that's more than enough to be out of sight. But this year, against a so far unbeaten and nearly perfect Leverkusen team, it might not be enough. And that's why this game is, is so huge on so many levels. Rafa, so to put even to more perspective, up to this stage in a Bundesliga season, Bayern are the best second place team in Bundesliga history. That, that, is, that is wild. So we are getting like the top spiel of all top spiels this weekend. But what is it? about Bayern, specifically Tuchel, Rafa, that despite all of this success on paper, 
he's not seen in that same light as you're said he, as you're saying he he's not perceived with so many plaudits as maybe he would wish yes yeah, it's, it's a really good question i think there's a couple of reasons one there's still a hangover from last season bayern won the league of course, on the last day. But there was a feeling that they won it by default and really Dortmund threw it away and Bayern should have been nowhere near that title because their their performances were poor after Tuchel took over from Nagelsmann. They were poor before, but people expected much more of a lift. It didn't arrive. They got knocked out in the Champions League, albeit against the eventual champions, Manchester City. They got knocked out in the Cup. The same thing happened again in the Cup this year on the third division side. So they're sort of these... Um, if you will, these sideshows that haven't gone Tuchel's way, you'd expect Bayern to be a bit more dominant, a bit more um, challenging in, in those trophies as well. The other reason, I think, is to do with Bayern's style. They haven't really been as easy on the eye as this Leverkusen team. Leverkusen play with a lot of men going forward. There's always movement, there's fluidity, there's creativity, there's pace. Bayern often look a little bit laboured. They, uh, you know, they score, but it, it doesn't quite light up the imagination. And the third reason is, I think, to do with the two coaches. Xabi Alonso is an incredibly good-looking and charming man who speaks in very good German. And people really appreciate the effort he makes. They think he's a superstar in the making as a coach. And, of course, he was a superstar player. Tuchel has often been a little bit grumpy, has questioned Bayern's performances, has had rows with pundits like Mateus and Didi Harman, and he doesn't look so happy. And I think that kind of negative energy that sometimes pervades from Bayern is in stark contrast with the positivity and the joy that a lot of the neutrals feel watching this Leverkusen team. So in looking at this match, where do you think it's won? It, because there, there are some key players missing. You look at Leverkusen, they're, they're going to be missing. Victor Boniface still, he's out. And what a big player he was. But it seems like Xabi Alonso has still adjusted the squad. He has depth. And if you look at Bayern Munich, in the midfield, it, it seems like he's rot uh, it's been rotated quite a bit. Not sure if you're going to get Goretzka. Um, Pavlovich or Kimmich. Yeah, who, who, do you, who, do you who do you feel is, 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 is a must-watch for, for, for this match? I think a lot of it is down to what happens on the flanks. Leverkusen played a wing-back system. Frimpong and Grimaldo are probably their two most important players because they create so much trouble for the opposition. And Bayern, of course, will not, unless Tuchel comes up with a huge surprise, they will not match them man for man. They will stay in their 4-2-3-1 system. That means that whoever plays, especially against Frimpong, on the left, Alfonso Davis's pace will be solely missed. He's sadly out. He's going to have a hell of a job to do. It's probably going to be Rafael Guerrero, who's a player who's much happier with the ball going forward. I think that's going to be one of the key duels. But the same on the other side. You've got Grimaldo up against probably Masrawi rather than Bowie. Masrawi is also a player happier with the ball. If he gets isolated, if they start running at him... If the midfield doesn't do its job defensively, and again, that's been one of Tuchel's may, may, major contentions with his own squad, that he doesn't have a defensive midfielder to his liking, if they don't help out their back four, then Leverkusen are going to create huge problems for this Bayern team. I was really looking forward to that Frimpong-Alfonso Davies matchup, but unfortunately we're not going to see it. Rafa, big picture with the Bundesliga. I'm a massive Serie A fan. I've been my whole life, and I said for so many years... 
it would make sense for somebody to win it other than Juve. And we finally have that in Serie A where there's a little bit more interest, if you will. Um, how is that viewed in Germany? Um, we, like you mentioned, we thought we had it last year with Dortmund, but on the last day, you know, they, they, they hand it to Bayern Munich. How important is it for the Bundesliga for somebody else to win it? I think it would be great. Uh, it'd be great for everyone concerned if you had a different winner. Winner. Um, at the same time, you know, people, as they do all over the world, when it comes to their own leagues, it doesn't really matter so much to them. Um, they care about their own team. So if you're a Bayern fan, you're happy if you win 12 in a row. You don't care that maybe the international um, branding of the Bundesliga suffers a little bit. If you're a Dortmund fan, you worry about what is your team doing. Leverkusen, you hope that you're having a great season. And of course, you're in dreamland at the moment. So it doesn't have that much of a negative effect, that Bayern dominance that perhaps it looks like from the outside. But of course, there is no doubt that in my mind, even for Bayern themselves, it's great that they're being challenged and it would be good if somebody were to lift the title. We need that bit of uh, uh, difference. We need a bit of diversion. And I think um, Leverkusen and Xabi Alonso have a one in a million lifetime chance to make it happen this year. Speaking about that one in a million, it, it, it's, it's massive. And there's obviously these ghosts of Neverkusen, right, surrounding Bayer Leverkusen. But what's it like specifically in Germany, Rafa? We say that from the outside, we hear about it, but the media, how much pressure is being put on the Xavi Alonso side that is exceeding beyond any doubt all of these expectations? I think the pressure isn't that strong at the moment. It's still on Bayern. Bayern expected to finish ahead of them. If Leverkusen are still in the lead with three games to go, four games to go, then I think maybe people start looking through the archives and find Leverkusen sides in 2002-2002 who, who lost very dramatically uh, in the run-in. But Alonso has done a great job in explaining to his players that this doesn't really matter. Um, some of them weren't alive when this happened. Hmm. Some of them uh, have never heard about these teams. They all have this fantastic momentum. They all have an unbeaten run that just keeps growing your confidence. So why look back towards what happened 20 years ago? It doesn't really, I think, mean all that much to the current team, certainly not to Alonso. And because he's won everything as a player, I think he exudes that confidence and that, that belief in himself and that has rubbed off on the team. So we haven't really seen this narrative, if you will, that, oh, Leverkusen, will they choke again? Um, you know, they've never done it before in the league. It's all about what they are doing and what they are achieving under Alonso. And I think he's changed that mindset completely for the team. Well, it, sounds, it, it seems to me that you are leaning towards Leverkusen winning this matchup. Would you be surprised if, <laughs> if, if, if Bayern were to win this game? Do you think that this is going to be the, the title decider, this match? It will decide, I think, the title if Leverkusen win. Uh, if they have five points of a gap, um, still unbeaten with the momentum, I think it's going to be hard for Bayern, especially if you know the fallout of Munich. It's going to be, is Tuchel the right manager? Are these players still hungry enough after all these wins? Do we need a massive overhaul of the squad? It's going to be nothing but negative headlines for the next two, three weeks. So it's huge for Leverkusen. I don't think Bayern can necessarily win it, even if they were to win uh, on Saturday. They will have more momentum, of course, and uh, Leverkusen's unbeaten run will come to an end, and I think that might have a psychological impact. But 
I don't think Leverkusen can really lose the title on Saturday. Uh, would I be surprised if Bayern were to win? No, frankly, because Bayern have a habit of turning up when it really matters. In the first game against uh, with these two, it was a 2-2 game. It could have gone either way. Bayern played one of their better games. I think they'll raise their game, especially with Lazio and the Champions League coming on Wednesday. Bayern have a habit of coming good when it comes to these big games. And whatever happens, I think it's going to be a, a really closely called game turning on one or two moments rather than one team completely destroying the other side. I can see a 3-2. I can see another 2-2 high-scoring draw, that kind of game. And Bayern can absolutely win this, but they won't be able to do enough, I think, to be in a position where everyone knows, okay, fine, it's going to be another Bayern title this year. So excited for this one. Oh, what a game. Take the over. I know. (laughs) Uh, Rafa, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us. You absolutely crushed your morning footy debut. Thank you very much. Hopefully we'll see you again soon. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you, you too, guys. When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are, number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen.